chapter 2, and we're going to look at verse, you know what, let's go to chapter 1. Let's go to chapter 1. I gave you all a little reprieve because you sat down during the Ready Now update. So we're going to stand and look at, look at a few scriptures here. Are we good on the media? Are we going to have it? Okay, good. Ephesians chapter 1. Let's look at verse 3. Let's begin there. you got to love how Paul opens his letters, right? He just starts blessing everybody and declaring wonderful things. And so he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Someone say spiritual blessings. And he did it in heavenly places in Christ. Christ went before us. He showed us the way. And in him, he has showed us spiritual blessings. Verse 4, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He chose us, why? So that we would be holy. That's why he chose us, it says. Now, this is, this is just Paul's opinion. You know, he's kind of a lightweight. We don't have to really take that into consideration. Or do we? He chose us that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. I love that word predestinated. I used to get real nervous about predestinated. Real nervous about it. I, see, I went to a Baptist school growing up. And so they, they told me a few things about how I was errant in my understanding of Scripture. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Well, the scripture says, for to be carnally minded is death. And what does it go on to say? But to be spiritually minded is life. I want, I want to blow somebody's mind today. You have two destinies. Your flesh has a destiny and your spirit has a destiny. And somebody said, well, it's my destiny to be an addict. It's my destiny to be oppressed. It's my destiny. No, it's not. That's the flesh's destiny. But God has given you life in the Spirit. Hallelujah. And you have a new destiny now. You have a destiny that is life and peace in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And, and, uh, we got to hasten on. Okay, Ephesians 3. Let's go with verse 1. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Paul's saying, look, that's where we all came from. But God. Two of the most powerful words you'll ever find in Scripture. But God, who is rich in mercy for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together, hallelujah, with Christ. By grace are ye saved, and hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, even as we are here this morning. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and not that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. And here I want to focus, 2.10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. 
hallelujah, that we should walk in them. By the grace of God this morning, I want to bring to your consideration a message that the Lord has laid upon my heart that I've entitled, Your Ordination. Your Ordination. Would you, would you pray with me, Lord, we come before you right now. God, I humble myself before you, Jesus. I thank you for your word, Lord. I thank you for destiny, God. I thank you for life in Christ, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus over these, your people, the ones that you love, God. I pray that your word would be in my mouth sure, that it would be pure, that it would be unadulterated, that it would be safe, God. And I pray that our faith would flourish in the sanctuary this morning. We give you glory in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. And somebody said, in Jesus' name. As you're seated, would you give the Lord another hand clap of praise? So we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Why are we created in Christ Jesus unto good works? Created in Him unto good works. Created with a destiny. Created with a purpose. Created with, with meaning unto good works. And it's fitting because God hath ordained that we should walk in good works. It may not be a word that is common to your language, ordination. Let's just say it together. Let's say ordination. But when you move in circles of religious circles, religiosity, and in circles of ministry, you will hear about individuals being ordained ordained. Is that right, Brother Bullen? Within our own organization, the highest level of licensing that you can attain or aspire to is ordination. And I think all of us want to do good. Would you agree? I know I wanted to do good even as a boy. I didn't, I didn't want to be mean to my little sister. I, I didn't... I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to not study. And there were moments of clarity, usually in the presence of my father, when it was great in my heart to want to not talk back and to be a better young boy. <laughs> See, we had this thing in the closet, this paddle, and um, it, had, it had beatings memorialized on it. So on the back of the path, on the front was this cute little boy and girl like leaning over a well, preparing for their beating. And, and, and on the back, mom would take the, the big pen and she would write the date of the last time I had encountered discipline. She, she helped me with goal setting. Let's, let's see if you can beat the last record. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. I am Brian Duvall, and I have not had a spanking, and do you understand what I'm saying? So we're celebrating victory. Hallelujah. I hope you all have the joy of the Lord today. Hallelujah. But this that I'm talking about, this is 
This is exactly what Paul described when he talked about the good thing that I would do, that I do not. And he goes on and he says, <laughs> the evil which I would not, that I do. And so if I'm going to just, you know, Brianify it for you today, it's, it's going to go like this. You know, I was going to do a good thing, but I didn't do it. And, and I wasn't going to do that bad thing, but yeah, I did. So we're familiar with this struggle. We're familiar with a desire, a want to do good. What we are not as familiar with is God's ordination upon our lives. Because we think it's up to us. But there was a ruler that came to Jesus, hallelujah, recorded in Matthew, Mark, and in Luke. And he called him good master and Jesus turned on his heel and he said, oh, oh what did you say to me? There's only one good. Hallelujah. There's only one good, and that's God the Father. All goodness flows from Him. Hallelujah. The Scripture says that every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. That Scripture has always intrigued me, and I, I went and looked up the Greek, and I know those are, there are those here under the sound of my voice that know the Scripture better than I. But in the Greek, it's not talking about necessarily a celestial being but it's talking about an abstract and an illustrative light. I believe what the Scripture was saying is that every good thing and every perfect thing comes down from the Father to you and I when we are light in the world. Hallelujah. When men behold our good works and they glorify the Father which is in heaven, there's good things in store for those that walk unto the good works that they are ordained to. Hallelujah. I'm getting ahead of myself because anybody feeling this? Hallelujah. I'm feeling it this morning. But Paul goes on and he, he writes in Ephesus and he brings the, the flip side of things. He says, yes, there's this war within your members, but we are God's workmanship. <laughs> he says, yes, I know that you struggle to do good, and, and when, you, when you try not to do evil, you wind up doing it anyway. He says, but you were created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Hallelujah. It was, it was just a short number of, of weeks ago that Brother Dixon stood in this pulpit and he gave a testimony. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to fast forward through it for you. And I, I happened to be in the sanctuary that morning. And it, I watched as everybody rejoiced. And God, there was just this pause in my spirit. And I, I was trying to consider what, what, is, what is this that I'm feeling? He talked about a Holy Ghost-filled young couple that was going throughout Europe, and they were praying in the cathedrals and in the monasteries. You all remember this story? Some of you remember it, Brother Sumner remembers it. And he said that they came to this one renowned historic monastery that is in the same block, the same vicinity of City Hall in Paris. And they went into the monastery to pray, and they felt like they were just going through Europe, praying and visiting these, these cathedrals and monasteries, asking God to move. Okay, so I'm going to give them a name today. They were prayer missionaries. That, I'm just going to give them that name because it was a missional prayer. It wasn't a happenstance prayer. It wasn't the hour of prayer. It was I'm going to pray. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. And so this priest approaches them, Brother Colbreth, and he asked them, you know, what are you doing here? And they said, we came here because we believe God wants to show himself. 
And the priest said, really? And, and y'all, when I say priest, I'm talking about hood, robe, the whole deal, right? And so the priest is intrigued, and he says, we're about to have lunch. And he invites them to lunch. And when he said we, I don't know if they knew what that meant, but there was like 12 to 14 other priests, robe, hood, the whole deal, right? And they sat for about 45 minutes, and they broke bread with these priests in absolute silence as they ate. And then they pushed themselves back from the table, and one opened up the dialogue and said, so what are you all about? You're here because you want to see God move. They began to testify. They said, well, we're believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're filled with the gift of, of the Holy Ghost, and we've seen healings, and we've seen, and, and they began to describe that as the Spirit would begin to move, that individuals would begin to speak in other tongues. And one priest, he gasped, he audibly gasped and covered his mouth because he'd been living up in this tradition for so long that he didn't know that God was still doing what His Word says. Hallelujah. And so they elaborated and they did what they felt like they were supposed to do. But as the priest began to exit the room, one man lingered. And he waited for everyone else to go, and as he was there in just the presence of the couple, he said, I, I want to receive the Spirit of God in my life. I want to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this couple, emboldened by faith, said, God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And he knelt down on his knees in their presence, and he took the hood from off of his head, and he raised his hands toward heaven, and they laid hands on him, and he began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave him utterance. Hallelujah. My goodness, I feel it. Hallelujah. Now, 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 this is the part where I was sitting over here listening, and y'all reacted like you just reacted, and something was in my spirit. It was checking me in my spirit. I said, what is this, God? What is this? And he said, do you think it's a miracle? Do you think it's a miracle that I would fill a willing heart filled with faith with my spirit? Well, holistically, of course it's a miracle. Oh, but have I not promised to do the same? And he impressed in my spirit so strongly. The miracle is that a young couple had a burden and the compassion of Christ to get up out of the place that they dwell and to go somewhere and to tarry and to pray that my spirit be poured out in the earth. That's the miracle. That's the miracle. And so one more time, I was convicted in my spirit. God, how can I ever do the work that you have called me to do? How can I ever live up to the standard that is represented by your apostles? How can I be the light in the earth that you were the light in the earth? The light that you were. Hallelujah. It's found here in Ephesians. You've been ordained. You've been ordained. See, there's something that changes when the onus is taken off of you, and you understand that the great God of glory has stood over you, and he's pronounced ordination upon your life, and he has said, all the power that is in me and in the kingdom, I'm giving it to you, and I'm prescribing today that you're going to be an overcomer. I'm telling you that you're going to walk in good works. I'm telling you that you're going to speak life. I'm telling you that greater works than even the ones that I did, you shall do. This is, this is the message today. This is your ordination. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. We were created in Christ. What does it mean to be created in Christ? It doesn't mean that as an infant I was created in Christ. No, I was born into a bloodline, Brother Colbert, that was tainted with sin. It's not that birth that made me a son of God. Hallelujah. But Jesus went to a hill far away called Calvary, and he shed his blood for me. And there was a moment when I opened up my mouth and I professed my faith in him. There was a time when I went to the watery grave, and his name was spoken over me as I was baptized. Hallelujah. Do you know, in that moment, in that moment, I was created in Christ. It was that moment that everything changed. It was that moment that the resources of my father, whom I love, that were limited and that were carnal and that could not save my soul change to the resources of heaven and to the power that is in the name that is above every name. For there is no name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. At the mention of that name, every knee shall bow of things in heaven, angelic host, celestial beings, things in the earth, you and me and the celebrity and the lost and the saved and things under the earth, those spirits that would desire to take hold of us and rob us of the glory that God intends. I'm telling you today that you have power because the name of Jesus is upon your life. My God. He's ordained me to walk in good works. He's ordained me. Hallelujah. This is my ordination. It was by one man, Adam, that sin entered into the world. It was by one, he, even Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even Jesus Christ, that peace, that righteousness, and that salvation was manifest in the earth. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. What are you talking about, Brian? If I'm a new creature, then how was I created? You were created in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Ye have put off, the book of Colossians says, the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man. Turn to your neighbor and say, his name has been applied to my life. Thank you, Jesus. Whoo. Mmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's hard to not preach for effect. It's hard to control my tone. It's hard to stay chill. I asked God, I said, Lord, keep me from obscuring you. Let them see you. Let them hear you. But I've got all these quirks and I've got all these things about me that would taint the purity of him. But do you know, do you understand that I've been ordained today? Hallelujah. To walk in good works. Uh, to declare a good thing. To testify of the Lord's goodness. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The book of Romans, Paul writes, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba. Somebody say, Abba. Abba, Father. We like to say Abba. It's dignified. It's Hebrew. It's Daddy. I've been in the restaurant. I've been in the public square before and seen a little girl come running to her Daddy. Abba, Abba, Abba. But you know, all that means is Daddy. Huh? 
We were adopted by the Father, but he's not keeping us at arm's length. We cry out, Abba, 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 what have you got in store for me today? What great gift will you bestow on me this morning? What goodness have you reserved for me today? As I walk in the marketplace, as I talk, God, are you there? Are you blessing? Are you present? This is our Abba Father. So my, birth, my, my, my first birth certificate said Brian David Duvall, parents David Joseph, Gail Elizabeth Duvall. That was my first birth certificate. But when that name was applied unto my life, the name changed. The name changed. Brian David Duvall. Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus in the workplace. Jesus as a husband. Jesus as a father. Jesus as a friend. Jesus as a teacher. Jesus as a leader. Jesus when I tip my waiter and waitress. Jesus when I speak to the hurting. Jesus when I give hope to the helpless. Jesus in the earth. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I come to men's prayer, and it's not judgment, but I'm an observant God. God gave me eyes. He gave me ears. And I watch his people, and they are, they're heavy. They're heavy. There are cycles in their life, cycles that they don't understand, cycles that they can't even put their fingers on. There's habits, and they get weary. God, why am I coming to you with the same old request? God, I, I don't even know if I can repent. I've repented so many times, and pastor preaches so well what repentance means. It means to turn away. Well, if I turned away, then I, why am I here for the 1,053rd time, repenting one more time? Hallelujah. And so, so, so some of us, it's, it's spirits of victimization or woe is me. For others of us, it's, it's a paralyzation, and we're caught up in things that aren't necessarily good or, or evil, but they just take our time. And, it, you know, it, it's sports and entertainment and, and, and this, you know, this, and this, you know, for hours at a time. And, and, and you know, everybody is sidelined. <laughs> you know, our families are sidelined, and the lost, are, they're not even in our vision because we're beholding what's in our hands. We don't, we don't see what God wants us to see. <laughs> and we feel the weight of it. And so we come in his presence. And in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Hallelujah. And, and in his presence, we begin to feel the weight lifted. And I'm, I'm about to be real right now. But then Monday comes, and the heaviness is there again. Because the bills are still the bills. And the husband is still cantankerous. And the kids still sassin mama. If I can't tell the truth here, where am I going to tell it, y'all? And so, and so we feel the weight of cycles and of habits. The old song said, he was there all the time. I'm going to fast forward. Waiting patiently. Patiently in line. Y'all know that? I know I switched keys from the first one to the second one. I couldn't do it. He's waiting patiently. He's waiting patiently. See, I'm on a new job and I'm frustrated. And I'm trying to do it on my own. And I'm talking to this person and I'm shaking this tree and I'm flipping over that rock. 
and I'm trying to change this process, and I'm doing what I do. And he's waiting patiently, patiently in line. Do you understand what I'm saying? He was there. He's right there. He's right there. He's the everlasting father. He wasn't just there on my birthday, but he's there every day. And he's waiting. He's waiting to meet my need. He's waiting to speak life. He's waiting to uphold me. He's waiting to provide. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I've been ordained unto good works. I've been ordained unto good works. Ordained that I should walk in good works. Church, this is your ordination. This is your ordination. You look at some of your brothers and your sisters and you say, I don't understand the boldness. I don't understand how happy they are. I don't understand how they can give when I know their situation. I don't understand how they can rejoice when I know what they're going through. I can tell you right now, that's somebody who's had a revelation of their ordination. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. To ordain, it means to decree something officially. Mm. If something is ordained, it is prescribed. That's why the scripture says it was before ordained. Before you even said, yes, Jesus, I put my faith and confidence in you, he ordained you to walk in good works. Hallelujah. It means something that is determined. Now, it would be one thing if I told you I'm determined to do 100 push-ups up here this morning. And you say, yes, determine on. Yeah. But when God determines something. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. After his own counsel, after his own wisdom, by his own power, by his own strength, he has ordained that you and I walk in good works. He has ordained that we be filled with his spirit. He has ordained that fruit be found on our branches. Hallelujah. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, long-suffering, goodness, temperance, meekness, faith. He ordained it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I talked to a friend of mine who is an ordained minister. I said, bro, what was it like? He said, what do you mean? You, you think about getting ordained? He said, well, I've been reading Ephesians 2. Might be a little late. Hallelujah. Well, see, some of y'all, you don't want that word to catch up with you because it'll change things. It'll change things. When you understand that you're ordained, hallelujah. I said, what was it like? He said, all the district officials came in. And robes and no, I'm just kidding. He said, all the all the the big the big cheese. I'm not being disrespectful, but I'm just telling you. It's an organization made by man, anointed by God. Don't let, don't let any human structure get between you and God. A lot of people leave the church and backslide because they don't like what man did. Well, if man's going to judge you on that great day, you might be okay. 
Help him, Lord. Okay, so, so I said, what was it like? He said, everybody was there. He said, I had to recite a creed. He said, they lay hands on me. Hallelujah. And they began to speak in tongues, and they began to prophesy over my ministry. They told me that now I represented everything that the organization stood for and that my life would forever be changed from that day forward. Now, we were on the phone, and I'm, I was standing outside of Kenwood Mall. I was having a problem, y'all, because I'm like, is this what you're telling me, God? Is this what my ordination means, that from this day forward I will never be the same? Because you, God, you, God, made me your workmanship. You, God, <laughs> created me new in Christ Jesus. You, God, ordained for me to walk in good works. Hallelujah. He went on and he said, they gave me a sword. I said, a, a what? He said, a sword. He said, man, this thing's huge. Looks like Conan. He said it had emblazoned on it and inscribed that the, the sword of the Lord from, from Ephesians and the word of truth. He said, man, I got it hanging in my office. He said, everybody comes to my office goes, whoa, what is that? Are you guys catching this? This was his ordination. Hallelujah. He said, now he's moved from the state he was ordained in. He said, and here in this new state, <laughs> he, said, he said, they gave me, a, they give you a towel when you get ordained. And it has inscribed on it the scripture where Jesus comes into that last supper. And the disciples are going on about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. And they're updating each other on their fantasy picks. And they're doing all this drivel. And in walks the Savior of the world. Jehovah God in flesh. Carrying a basin with a towel slung over his shoulder. And he comes to the first one there in line and he kneels down. The great God of glory kneels down. And he begins to perform, oh, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, a good work. <laughs> and he begins to wash the feet of his disciples, my God in heaven. And he begins to tell them, he began to tell them of the things that were to come and of their significance. And he break that bread and he said, This do in remembrance of me. This is my body which is broken for you. Oh he took that wine and he poured it out and he said, this is my blood which is shed for you. And I don't know if any of them had a clue what was about to happen in the heavens but he was going up to Calvary, Mount Calvary that hill called Golgotha and he was going to change everything forever. Hallelujah. David wishes he knew what it was like to have the Spirit of the Lord live on the inside. But he just danced in the glory of the Lord when he felt it on the outside. David wished he knew. The prophets of old desired to look into these things, but that veil was rent from the top to the bottom, and the spirit of omnipotent God was loosed in the earth. 
And do you know that you were born again and you were recreated in Christ Jesus and that you are ordained unto good works, unto good works. I don't know how much more plain I can make it, folks. Your ordination means something. It's not just come together, what song they're going to sing, who's leading, am I going to cross my arms, do I like it, am I going to give them a four out of ten, no, 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 no. You are ordained to lift your voice in the sanctuary. You were ordained to praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord, praise him in the firmament of his power. Hallelujah. You were ordained to lift up your voice and praise him for his mighty acts, for ready now, for his excellent greatness, for his favor on your life, because he put breath in your lungs and you got shoes on your feet and there's hearing in your ears and vision in your eyes. You were ordained, hallelujah, to give God praise. Hey, and where does it start? Where does it stop? I mean, if I start talking about good works, come on. Come on, Sermon on the Mount. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your, your, your what? Your good works. Your good works, that's right. Hallelujah. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect. That's why you gave us this word. What does it say? Thoroughly furnished. When the name of Jesus was put on your life, he didn't stick you in an apartment with nothing there. You weren't looking around saying, man, we got to eat on the floor. No, 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 no. He gave you all the power. It was a thoroughly furnished work that God did in your life. He gave you the power. He gave you the identity. He put in you the creativity of the creator. And you say, Brian, I don't feel that. Listen to me. To be carnally minded. But if we mind the things of the Spirit, we begin to see everything in a different light. And we begin to understand that I'm ordained. I'm ordained. I'm ordained. What do you mean you had a fight with your wife? Get over it. Repent. Bless her in Jesus' name. Put a smile on your face and walk in your ordination. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John reveals to us in John 14 the origin of good works. I referenced the scripture earlier. And so the scripture says that the ruler comes to Jesus and says, good master. And there's so much here. Have mercy. Y'all, you can bemoan it or thank him that we're almost at the top of the hour. But I think i got to skip it. Hallelujah. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. There's the origin. It comes from God. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. If you don't believe what I'm saying, look at the life that I'm living. Look at the loaves that I've multiplied. Look at the blind that can see and the lame that can leap, and believe me because of that. This is Jesus talking. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. That's interesting to me. I wonder if it means all the time or if it just means when we feel like it. I wonder what his will is. Now, I, I could name a lot of carnal activities that I'm pretty confident Jesus never partook in. And here he is declaiming, the works that I do, you shall do also. 
And then he goes on. The most mind-blowing scripture. And greater works than these shall ye do. Y'all ever sung that song with us? Greater things. We get it. We, that's nasty. I love it. I know that he is able. You know, everybody's just greater, greater. You know where that comes from? Greater works than these shall ye do. We can sing it till Brother Brian sweats through his suit. But at some point in time, I've got to step out in my ordination. Hallelujah. And I've got to say, if there's sickness in your body here today, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. And your flesh might say, but what if they're not healed? I'm going to say, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Hallelujah. Don't bring me your doubt. I can't afford the baggage in my life. I've got to believe the truth of God's word. I've got to stand firmly on he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I could ever ask or even think. My God is able, and he has said in his word, greater works, greater works, greater works than these shall you do. Oh, and this bothers Pentecostal people. Some of us. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Well, you have to understand, uh, when you're standing under a sycamore tree, there's a condition that's applied. And if you're not on your left foot, why we try to explain away Jesus? Help me, Lord. You, 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 listen to me. I don't consider my man, uh, myself a man of great faith. I don't. But I'm trying. I, I guarantee you that I pray. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. <laughs> telling you, church, if God has something for me, I don't want to leave it on the table. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't want to forget it and leave it at the altar and walk away. Oh, where did I put my blessing? Where did I put my power? Where did I put my authority? Where did I put my inspiration? Where did I put my goodness? I'm ordained to a good work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Husbands, you're ordained to love your wife the way that Christ loved the church. Hear me today. Husbands, you're ordained to testify of God's goodness in word and in deed. I want, I want, I want the, the women under the sound of my voice to know that you're ordained to be a virtuous woman whose price is above rubies. I, I want everybody in this, in this entire auditorium, everybody that's listening online, to understand that you're ordained to walk uprightly in the public square, that the world may see your good works hallelujah and glorify the father which is in heaven you're ordained to follow peace with all men you're ordained to lay hands on the sick and see them recover we are ordained to build a new sanctuary to the glory of God we are ordained to give and to receive pressed down shaken together and running over we are ordained to give sacrificially we are ordained to seek his face we are ordained to bless our families and our neighbors and our enemies we are ordained to excel in every good work. You are ordained to outperform your co-workers. Is it a good work? Is it a good work? You're ordained to give more, and you're ordained to see the favor of God upon your life. You are ordained today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The church of the living God is ordained unto good works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Jesus said, I need musicians. Somebody come. 1201. I've overstayed. 
if not my welcome, just my time. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Luke 4.18, we read it so frequently. I want to pose a question. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And here's the question. Is the Spirit of the Lord upon you? Uh, three of you? Is the Spirit of the Lord upon you? Hallelujah. Man, this ain't the tree of death. This is the tree of life. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Hallelujah. Now, now, Jesus goes on to say why the Spirit of the Lord is upon him. Now, that, 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 that's good stuff. He's not just going to declare it. He's going to break it down. He says, this is why the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, if you are under the sound of my voice and three minutes ago you said, yes, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, I have a second question for you. Why is the Spirit of the Lord upon you? It's okay. Ponder it. Because for too long we've believed so that I can make heaven my home. See, listen, church, I'm not bringing you a doctrine of good works today. I'm bringing you an ordination unto good works. When you were saved, it was that salvation that propelled you into goodness and glory. And you can't keep it by doing good, and you can't earn it by doing good. This is the problem. My Lord, have mercy. This is the problem with the rich young ruler. He came to Jesus and he said, good master, what, what, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, Jesus saw him coming a mile away. He knew. This old boy knew what the law said. If he didn't know, he wouldn't have been obeying it. It was a loaded question. He was looking for an attaboy. Oh, you doing good. Yeah. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Here's an extra little blessing for you. Lord, if I'm out of line, forgive me, church, but think about it. Jesus said, well, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Him only thou shalt, thou, thou, thou shalt, shalt thou serve. Woo, I do feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And what happens next? He said, oh, I've done that since I was a boy. Do you understand? And Jesus said, oh, you think it's about what you've done. <laughs> My bad. Let me move the goalpost then. Take all you have, sell it, and give it to the poor. Whoa! That's not an attaboy. <laughs> Yo, did I lose y'all? I know you're hungry. The Bengals are about to lose again. Whatever's happening. But I'm just saying, listen. Hang with, hang with the preacher for one second. If you come to God with your list of what you've done, there's a good chance it'll never be enough. If you come to God with a broken and a contrite spirit saying, I know I can't do it without you, Lord. 
but I believe that you've ordained me unto good works. So I pray that your spirit rest upon me, that I might walk in them, Lord, that I might minister to the bruised, that I might preach deliverance to the captive, Lord, that I might bring joy to the impoverished. Lord, I know, I know that if you do the work, it'll be a good work. If you've ordained me, nothing is impossible. Somebody say, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. To be fruitful to bless and to be blessed. You ordain to be a good steward of your time, of your talent, of your treasure. Stand with me across the assembly. You're ordained to testify and to praise. You're ordained to smile and to be kind. You're ordained, you're ordained, you're ordained. Ask yourself, is it a good work? You're ordained to it. God has given you everything you need to accomplishment. You have been empowered. Hallelujah. I want to pray with you today, church. As we begin to sing, I want you to think about this word and ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to empower you to walk in your ordination. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Come on, praise singers, declare it. Yes. Hallelujah, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. I've been grafted into the true vine. I am born again of the water and of the Spirit. Hallelujah, I'm a joint heir with Christ. He has called me. He has called me, separated me. Every cycle is broken. Every habit is broken. Every trend that has emerged in my life that is awake to me. I'm laying it down today, God, and I'm embracing. I'm embracing my ordination, God. There's a place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 